Hello and welcome to Mom Tips Tuesday. My name is Crystal and I'm going to be your host for tonight. The lovely Deb Weekly, she's my faithful companion here in this little space, but she is actually not feeling well and she has an autoimmune disease and it's just having a flare up. And so I wanted to be able to give her some space to rest. And I also thought it would be a good time to ask all of you if you listen and you enjoy this podcast and you know, kind of enjoy our bantering back and forth and our encouragement, um, just to be praying for her and to keep her in your prayers that the Lord would heal her from this autoimmune disease. And I think it's so beautiful and wonderful that we have this, you know, big wide network that we can pull from and we just love and appreciate your prayers so much. So with that said, I just want to introduce our topic tonight and, What I want, I'm going to give you one mom tip tonight. It's going to be so simple. And I keep saying tonight, and that's just because I'm recording at night. (laughs) You're going to hear this on Mom Tips Tuesday. Um, But whenever you hear it, whether that's morning, afternoon, night, whatever works for you, I just wanted to offer you one little bit of encouragement for your marriage. And my mom tip that I'm going to leave you with today is to persevere in marriage. And this is on my heart, I think, recently because my husband and I, you know, have been going through a few. It's just been a a really difficult time for us as far as we've had financial issues going on. We've had uh, relational issues just between him and I. We have five kids, and so we always have something with the kids going on. And it can feel like a lot. And we're, you know, encroaching upon our 18th anniversary of being married, which is amazing. And it's so incredible to have all that history together and all that time together and kind of be, you know, sifting through the years and seeing all that the Lord has done in our marriage and how he has grown us and even how he has surprised us, you know, that Uh, Who we are today is not who we were when we got married. And so I think that that's a really cool acknowledgement. And, you know, cool is a very understated word. I think it's just a, a beautiful thing to be able to see my husband through the years and to see who he's grown into be. And I'm sure that he feels the same about me. And then, you know, flip that, flip that coin. And there are frustrating things and there are patterns that we've built and there are things that we have sown into our marriage that has really not served us. And so, um, you know, that has become a struggle and has become when we fight, we fight in these patterns and it's really hard. And so I don't know if you're with me today where you're just feeling a little bit down, a little bit discouraged in your marriage and you need some encouragement, but I really wanted to encourage you tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening, I wanted to encourage you to keep going. And I am, I'm actually going to pray for us before we continue, because I really want the Lord to just enter with us in this space and to be in it. Um, but I do think that we need that message in our culture today. We need the message of perseverance when it gets hard. And so let me pray. And then we're going to dive in. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for each mom that's listening Thank you for wherever she is um, in her journey, 
we know God and we acknowledge that some moms are sad because they don't have a spouse for whatever reason, um, that they're wishing and longing. And we pray for that mom tonight. Lord, I pray that you would give her somebody that if her heart is searching for a partner, God, that you would bring that person to her. It would be in your perfect timing. We pray for healing for any marriages that have gone through so many struggles and ended maybe even even in divorce, that God, that you would be with her, that you would comfort her heart, that you would give her some peace, that you would give her hope. I pray for her heart tonight. And then I pray for all of our moms who are listening, who are in the thick of marriage, who are feeling all the struggle and all the conflict and the good and the bad and the beautiful and the ugly and all the things that marriage can bring. I just pray for her tonight. God, I pray that you would encourage her heart that this message would be for her, that she would hear something in it that uh, changed her life because of you and the life, you know, all the life that you give to us as we think about your ways and we think about your character and we think about who you are and in turn who that calls us to be as wives. And so I just thank you. I praise you ahead of time for all you're going to do here tonight, today. And um, Lord, we just, we give you all the glory. And we just want to be people. We want to be wives. We want to be women who show your glory to the world. And maybe even more specifically, we're able to show your glory to our husbands. And so we just pray that tonight in your precious name we pray. Amen. All right. So, you know, my mom tip, I already gave that spoiler alert, is all about persevering in marriage. And I have a really awesome verse. It's Romans 5 verses 3 through 5. And it says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And I love the progression of that verse. I love how it unpacks itself by saying that we are going to suffer, but there can be glory in our sufferings and that God, you know, being who he is, he's going to turn our suffering into something good for him. And in this verse in Romans, it's talking about that our suffering is going to produce perseverance, which is that feeling of you're going to keep going even though it's really hard. And then if you do that and you get to that perseverance stage where, oh man, I'm suffering. Okay, but I'm going to keep going. Okay, well now you gain perseverance. Then the scripture says that next comes character, that you're building your character, you're building your your inner man or your inner woman. And that is actually like building that solid foundation for you. Then it talks about after you've built that character that you've gained hope. And I don't know how many of us out there today feel like that. Like, I just want hope, Lord. Like, show me something good in my situation. But that's what this verse is saying. And I just want to say that part one more time that not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And that is just such an incredible encouragement for us tonight in and of itself. I mean, scripture 
is alive. <laughs> you know, it's a double-edged sword. It is penetrating to the soul. And so I hope that even just that scripture encourages you tonight or today that that Romans 5, 3 through 5. But I want to talk about a little bit, you know, I'll, I'll give you a little window into my marriage. And so this this year, my husband and I will be celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary, which is amazing. And we've been together for more than 20 years. And so we've had a lot of history together. We've had a, a lot of life together. We have five kids. And so, you know, our life is busy. We've got teenagers down to an almost six-year-old. And so we're in so many of the ages and stages. And, you know, with all that kind of chaos. We, we feel the beauty of it. We feel that there's, you know, just an urgency to spend time together as a family, spend meaningful time together with our kids. And, you know, with my oldest daughter, I just, you know, I could probably tear up at the fact that she only has a few more years left in our home with us. And, um, that this time is so precious. Well, and and I like to say that because at the very same time, Um, I think that the marriage relationship, you know, that companionship that you have with your husband is this thing that is so big and, you know, should take a priority in your life. And it does take a priority whether you want it to or not. (laughs) And I think that that's what I'm, I'm feeling lately is just this, oh man, I just feel the weight of our relationship. And I think that that's the way that the Lord made it to be, that he wants it to be the most, most important relationship to us, you know, apart from our relationship from just ourselves and him, um, meaning God, you know, the next relationship down is our relationship with our husbands. And so I think that, um, sometimes we get some things out of order. You know, there's oftentimes, and this has happened in my life as well, where the kids go and take that spot of where my husband should be. And I, you know, I really feel the imbalance of that. I feel that things are off. Maybe we're arguing more. Um, I feel more anxious, those types of things. But I do think that, you know, our marriage is supposed to feel like a weight and not like a burden, but a good weight, something that is so precious, something that's meaningful and anything that's meaningful is going to carry weight to it. And so, you know, I think I just want to be encouraging tonight to you that if your marriage is in a hard spot, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling hopeless, that God has hope for you and the hope comes. I'm sorry. I think I'm losing my voice a little bit. But the hope comes from persevering and where he has called you to in this place right now. So as I'm thinking through this, I'm just, you know, the one thing that I think I want to encourage you with is to just keep going. And I think that it's really easy for us to give up. And the other day I was actually having... I I told my daughter, she's a teenager. And I said, you know, my husband had some incident where he was on the freeway, something happened and, you know, not like a road rage, pure type of, um, 
thing happening, but something along those lines where it just got, it was out of his control. Somebody was kind of attacking him in a sense. And so anyways, he's telling me all about the situation and it ends up that I just start like nitpicking everything he did and every little decision that he made. And it ended up being, and I was laughing about it later, but it ended up being like a 24 hour fight where he told me it at night. We talked about it all through the night and I had already had my day. I was already overwhelmed by a bunch of things. I was already thinking about a bunch of different things with the kids, stuff I wanted to work with a couple of them on, things that they were struggling with. One of my, um, my 10 year old, he's got some just like nighttime anxiety. And so I was trying to address that with him. And it just so happened that the situation that my husband was in directly affected that little guy who was having all this anxiety. So automatically my little mom flags went up and I just thought, oh my goodness, this situation is going to make it way worse for him. And so all I'm thinking about is my son. And, you know, he's trying to tell me about this stressful situation that he encountered on the highway and how that all played out. Well, anyways, fast forward. And all I was doing was really thinking about my son, which absolutely he is an important part of the conversation, but I really completely neglected my husband in that scenario. And I didn't really acknowledge the fact that he was in a a stressful situation, making spur of the moment decisions that he wasn't going to make every decision the exact correct way. And, um, and you know, just a little bit of light into the situation, you know, somebody basically followed them for a long time and thought that they were, you know, that the other person thought that my husband was following them. And it was just this weird road ragey scenario from the other party to my husband. And so anyways, that's just like the tiny little backstory, but Um, I started focusing on every little detail and every little thing he might've done wrong along the way. And it just was not helpful at all. I gave him zero benefit of the, of the doubt that he, you know, chose the right thing in the moment. And instead I was just casting like more fear and more doubt and more questions and anxieties on the situation. And as I was kind of replaying everything in my head after our 24 hour, you know, we went to bed that night arguing about it. We woke up in the morning arguing about it. We woke, we talked about it in the evening. I mean, it wasn't until that next night that we had kind of resolved things a little bit. But I think that, you know, what the Lord was telling me was that we've built up all of these patterns and I have built up a pattern, you know, different times in my marriage of just being very skeptical you know, thinking that my way is probably better than his way and he should listen to my insight. I probably know the kids better than he does. I'm around them more often. I mean, all this stuff, and it's all trickled in over all these years into all the spaces of our marriage, which makes it so complicated, right? And so I was just, as I was talking to him about it, I was, you know, apologizing for the ways that I felt like I wasn't caring for him and where he was at, not hearing him and his perspective and even his feelings about the situation, acknowledging that he was in a difficult moment. And instead, I was pretty self-focused and thinking that I probably was right about everything and he just needed to get on my same page. (laughs) And so, you know, I think it's just funny. I think it's really good too for us to hear about silly little fights that other couples have because we're able to relate a little bit more. We're able to be like, oh, you know what? I'm relieved that you have little issues too. 
that you have dumb arguments, that you have maybe even dumb arguments that turn into big fights and big things that um, you didn't intend to happen, but that's just where it landed, right? And so, you know, with that, I just wanted to, my main point of encouragement tonight is I wanted to say that a lot of times we can put a lot of weight into the little arguments, the little moments, the small things that happen because our days as husbands and wives, they collide, you know? And so if you have had your whole day and you've had a million things in your day, your husband has had his whole day. He's had a million things in his day. And finally, at the point when you come together, there are times when those moments collide and it's just not pretty and it's just really, really hard and it gets complicated. And I think more than that, it gets emotionally heated because most of the time, if you have kids, you're exhausted and you're so tired and you just want to break and you don't want to be fighting. And so your patience level for the fight is so minute and so tiny. And so I think that, you know, we need to remember that those moments that we have, those little arguments that we have, they are not the sum of our marriage. You don't have to chalk up your marriage to your small fights that you have about dumb things. And I think that that's a really, you know, I'm kind of like laughing even as I'm saying it, but, you know, I do think, and even in the moment, I just thought like, this is horrible. We're not on the same page. You know, he's saying, you're not even thinking of me. And as he's talking, I'm like, you're not even thinking of me. And the issue just becomes so magnified, so much greater than it actually is. And so many times it's chalked up to, we are really tired, exhausted parents and individuals who just don't have the patience or capacity to fight at that moment. And so everything becomes bigger and it's as if it's under magnifying glass. And so I think that something that's really important for us to do as wives is to think about that and think, what am I putting under the magnifying glass that probably should zoom out to take a little bit more perspective to say, hey, maybe my husband has just had a day and maybe I've had a day. And at the point which our days are colliding, it's just not the right time. And it's just not the right moment to go into a crazy in-depth conversation or whatever. And on that same note, to be a quick forgiver. You know, I think the Lord really loves it when we as wives are quick at forgiving and also quick at confession. And I think that this week, looking back, that was something I could have worked on was just being a little bit faster at confessing my own sin in the situation to say, you know, he was trying to communicate to me that he didn't feel very cared for in the whole conversation. And I just was very reluctant to give that, you know, that apology to say, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. And that just really was not my heart's intent. And, you know, even after a lot of years of marriage, you can sense in the other person when you feel a genuine apology and when you don't. And so, you know, I think that that's another important aspect is to say, you know, pray before you decide to confess. Ask the Lord to give you the words that are going to speak to your husband that you actually feel sorry, that it's genuine, that it's real, that maybe it's like, 
coupled with a hug or a kiss, some sort of affection to say that you really mean it. Because I do think that, you know, the longer you're together, the more that you are able to see right through the other person. And so sometimes we really do need the Lord's wisdom and we need his help and we need his guidance to be able to give a genuine apology or a genuine moment of confession for our own part in a fight. Um, And then, you know, also being able to accept your husband's, you know, offer of, you know, an apology, or maybe your husband is at times like mine can be where he is a little bit reluctant to apologize and he's not super in, you know, that's not his, his go-to is the apology. But I think that when we rely on the Lord, when we ask him, Lord, you need to help me, even though he didn't apologize, God, I just pray that you would soften his heart, that he would apologize eventually. And even if he doesn't, Lord, I'm going to talk about this with you. I'm going to reconcile my heart with your heart and I'm going to gain my encouragement from that space. And so there's so many things that we can do as wives to kind of persevere through the everyday moments with our husbands. And I think that it's so wise to remember to not chalk up your marriage or the state of your marriage, or sometimes we're grading our marriage, right? We're saying, well, maybe our marriage isn't, you know, a B plus or an A minus, you know, maybe it's an F and maybe I should be thinking about some serious stuff here because our fights are the worst. you know what I mean? And I think that we go to sometimes in an emotional moment or in a moment where we are so overwhelmed with life in general or kids or all of the stuff of life. And we haven't been able to even spend time with our spouse. We haven't been able to connect with them. We haven't been able to do the little things that can really help you to come together as a couple. And we go straight to our marriage is failing. Nothing is good. Nothing is right. We always argue. We always fight. We always this. We always that. We actually had a little conversation with our teenager and our tween about that very thing. Cause after, you know, our kids knew that we were arguing. And so we sat him down and we just said, Hey, adults argue too. And it's really hard sometimes, you know, living with anybody is hard. And so we were talking to them about marriage and we were talking about, you know, the importance of being able to, to fight and to know that it's not the end of the world. If you would disagree, and if you have an argument, but you have to be quick at forgiving and you have to be quick at recognizing patterns and all of those things, you know, and I think that our girls actually loved sitting there with us and listening to our stories and listening to us talk about what we do when we fight and to not be afraid of that and to not think that that's not normal to argue with the person that you live with and that you're around all the time. And more than that, you're that's the person that you're probably the most comfortable with, you know, on planet earth. You know, you chose them, they chose you. It's this special friendship and relationship that you just can't find a lot of places. And so a lot of times we become so comfortable within that and we can go to all these extremes because of it. And so I just want to encourage you that marriage can be very hard sometimes Um, But if you are sitting there and you have children and you're feeling like you're in a really hard spot, I just want to encourage you to persevere, to keep going, 
Don't camp out in a place of discouragement. Don't hang out there for too long. Ask the Lord for solutions. Ask him for answers. Ask him to show you your husband's heart so that you can move past the issue that you're in and start gaining some traction, gaining some answers, gaining some solutions for what you have going on. And I think just a small piggyback off of that is that God loves to give us small little things that turn into something huge. So he might say, you know, next time you're in a fight, don't talk as much. And that might seem like a really small thing. But in the end, the more that you are able to not say all the things that are going to rub your husband like sandpaper or whatever, right? Maybe the Lord is asking you to pray to him more and talk more to him than to tell your husband every tiny little thought that you possibly have in your mind, right? About that issue or that moment. And in turn, the Lord is going to work on your husband's heart and you don't even end up having to say all the things that you thought you needed to say, because God can say them so much better than you ever could. I mean, I think that in the moment, it just seems like a small thing. If God is asking you to do something, even as small as try to say less and come talk to me more, that might be God's grand solution and his divine solution to a problem that you're having that feels like you know, a small thing to you, but in the long run of your marriage, it's going to produce so much fruit and so much beauty for your marriage. And, you know, going back to my husband and I the other day, you know, I really feel that the Lord was calling me to make sure that I was pausing before I responded to care for my husband. And even if it felt irrational, even if I could see how, you know, I should be caring about something else a little bit more or something else was pulling at my attention more, you know, within the situation or the circumstance that he was bringing up, I do feel like the Lord was calling me to just listen and love and care for my husband. And that in that way, I had kind of missed the mark that day. You know, and that doesn't mean that my feelings that I had weren't valid. And the thing is, I think that when we, when we actually stop to care for our husbands, I do think that they're actually more receptive to what we have to say. Because after he finally felt that care from me, he was softer. It was easier to talk. We were able to kind of break through some of the things that we were having a hard time breaking through in our, you know, fight slash argument before. And we were having just a more productive, friendlier conversation because he felt that care from me. And that might have felt like a small thing in the moment. Like, okay, Lord, I do care about him. Shouldn't he know we've been together for 18 years? You know what I mean? Like we start justifying things. But the Lord constantly asks for very small things from us. And I really think that in return, he gives so much more than we can even imagine. And I think that this is the message of perseverance. It's doing this type of thing over and over and over. And even when it feels hard, asking him for a bit of wisdom and then just doing the thing that he told you. And I think that the obedience part of this mom tip, the obedience part of the perseverance of I'm going to keep doing the right thing, even when it's really hard and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, the Lord is in that. 
And I think that that is the difference of somebody lasting three years in marriage, seven years in marriage, or 35 years in marriage is the perseverance to keep working and to keep going and to keep growing and to keep sandpapering. And I love that illustration is that sometimes it's like we're two pieces of sandpaper and sometimes we're not colliding and sometimes we're not connecting like that or we're rubbing against each other. But there are certain life circumstances that come and they cause us that friction. They cause that rubbing together. Life and marriage can feel very sandpapery. And in those moments, it's almost like you have to get through the grittiness in order to have the release and to kind of be put back down individually where you can just keep going. And, you know, all of that coming together in those hard ways all of those times that you persevere, all those times that you get through those little fights and you ask God for help for you, um, they actually build your character together as a couple, just like that verse in Romans is saying that they're they're building that character and they are building hope into your marriage. And if you have hope in your marriage, you can last a lifetime. Your marriage will be that legacy for your kids that you have prayed that it will be, right? You want your kids to have a lifelong marriage. You want them to have happiness. You want them to enjoy their spouse, whoever they marry one day. And so I think that setting this example for them, even talking them through sometimes like, If you do fight saying, hey guys, I know that you saw us fighting today. I just want you to know that dad and I talked it through and there were times that weren't very easy, but we talked it through and we love each other so much that it was worth it for us to fight a little bit so that we can understand each other. And now we feel like we understand each other and now we feel so much stronger because we got through that fight. And that's actually creating trust. That's creating something for them where they can say, hey, one day I'm going to be married and I might argue with my wife or with my husband and it's okay because mom and dad argue sometimes and they get through it and they still love each other and they work through their problems. You know what I mean? And so I think that those things are so wonderful It's this beautiful baton, this beautiful legacy that you can pass down to your kids. And so instead of quitting when the going gets tough or when those small arguments arise over and over and over again, I think keeping going and persevering through those storms of life are going to build that legacy that you want to pass on to your kids. And so I know that that was a lot to say for one mom tip. But really persevering in your marriage is one of the most important, beautiful, uh, legacy building things that you can pass on down to your kids. And it's also sowing into your life right now because the more that you invest in your husband, the more that you invest in being the wife that God has called you to be, the wife that you want to be, um, God is in that and he sees it and he sees every single small detail and he wants to bless you for it. And so I just, that was my bit of encouragement, just a tiny little window into my life and, you know, a recent little fight that my husband and I had. (laughs) And so I hope that that encourages you, but I just want to read through this verse just one last time. And I want to, um, encourage you with that. So, um, I'm going to read that one and then I'm going to read one more. It's Romans 5, 3 through 5. 
Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And then the last verse I wanted to read was 1 Chronicles sixteen eleven, And that says, look to the Lord and his strength and seek his face always. So as you're in those moments, seek God's face, seek his will for your relationship, ask him for wisdom for what you should do next, and he's going to give it to you. And when he does, that is going to produce, you know, that beautiful perseverance, that character, that hope that your heart is longing for in your marriage. And then I'm going to end on this one verse because, and and this was in our mothering kit from a couple of months ago. We all meditated on this verse and it was so beautiful. If you're not a part of our mothering kit, go to myhelpclubformoms.com today and sign up. You want this mothering kit in your life. It is so, so good. But we focus on Galatians 6, 9, and it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So don't give up. Keep persevering. That is my number one mom tip to you today. You can do it with the Lord's help. You can do absolutely anything he has called you to, and he will give you everything you need to get through it. So I'm going to pray for us, and then I'm going to set you free for your day. So Lord, we just are so grateful. We're so grateful for this time. We're so grateful that we get to have this encouragement. It's like free encouragement from our heart, um, for, from your heart to our heart, from your word, you know, this don't give up, don't become weary in doing good message uh, from Galatians, Lord. And then it's to remember to seek your face always, to look for you for our strength, like from First Chronicles, God. And then as we were talking through Romans 3, 5, we know it's so beautiful to us, Lord, that you talk about that our sufferings are actually going to produce perseverance and character and hope. And so, Lord, I pray that wherever we are in our marriage today as wives, that we would be so encouraged by that message of hope, that we would be willing to walk the path that feels really hard and feels really sticky and feels really complicated in order to get to that hope that you have promised us. And so, Lord, we are believing ahead of time that you have great things for our marriage. We're believing ahead of time that we can be wives who honor you and who give you glory through the way that we live out our role as wife in our marriage. And I pray, God, for each and every husband that's represented, I pray that you would draw him closer to you, that he would be somebody who loves you so much and that wants to stick by you and stick by your word and take his family to church and loves all the things um, about you and of you. And so, Lord, we just pray that special blessing over him today. And um, God, I pray that you would be with every single mom here. I pray that as she is navigating her many roles of being a mom, wearing all the hats that she has to wear, that you will give her strength, that you will give her wisdom, that you would give her comfort, that you would give her peace. And God, that you give her joy as she goes about mothering her children and being a wife to her husband. And even Lord, as she just 
enjoys sitting in your presence and being with you, that she would feel your joy, that she would feel her love um, that you have for her and that you would just be with her and remind her that she is beloved, that she is beautiful, that she was chosen by you, that you created her and that you never regretted a single bit of creating who she was to be and that the way that you made her is exactly what you wanted. And so Lord, I pray that special encouragement over her, over her today. And, um, yeah, I just pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. All right. We hope you guys have a great week and thanks for bearing with me as I just kind of poured out my heart in some ways and just let you in on a little window of my life. And, um, I pray that this just really did encourage you today and keep going, keep going in your marriage and you can totally do it. And God has given you everything that you possibly need to persevere. So have a great night and we will talk to you next week for Mom Tips Tuesday. Bye.